This podcast is brought to you by Link, simply the best way to learn languages. After you listen to the podcast, sign up for a free account at Link, L-I-N-G-Q dot com, and study the full transcript using Link's revolutionary learning tools. Well, here we are again for another English Link podcast. Uh, Steve and I, Mark, are here today. Actually, quite warm in the in the office with a the little sun bit warm. beating through the windows. You know what? I I would like to talk a bit about the uh, about the world economy mm-hmm. and some of the changes that we're seeing. Before that, I just want to briefly mention that on Thursday I am giving a little talk at a bookstore, mm-hmm. and there's a lady there who wrote a book about language learning where she emphasizes the importance of grammar. And of course, I represent a different point of view. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have a debate, and as a result of that, I have been on the radio, and I'm going to be on television on Wednesday mm-hmm. in preparation for this big debate. The uh, what was it when Ali fought in the Rumble in the Jungle? Yeah. Well, it'll be the Rumble in the bookstore <laughs> on Thursday night. But uh, no, getting back, I guess the. Uh and I guess any of you who are listeners of the French Link podcast will hear an interview that you did uh, on the CBC, French CBC, mm-hmm. Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, uh, on the radio last week, I guess it was. It was, yes. So uh, that might, uh, if any of you are interested, you can also maybe uh, check that podcast out. Uh, anyway, I guess that'll, that should be interesting. I'm still not clear what uh, what you're on TV for the day well, before. Well, it's, it's again, it's a follow up. I guess the, again, it's the French CBC, which right. uh, doesn't mean there's <laughs> not a lot of pe- not a lot of viewers out here in Vancouver. But right. still, all the PR we can get is is good. And I guess they just thought, uh, having heard the radio program and being aware of this uh, mm-hmm. discussion in the bookstore, right. they thought this was topical, and so they want to do a little story on it. On the on the TV news. On the TV. Oh yeah. Uh, well, well it's more than news. I, I I gather it's almost like a program. I've got to be oh. down there for an hour and a half. Oh wow. On Wednesday. Hmm. So I mean, obviously, we would love to get this kind of uh, publicity elsewhere. Um, there were a lot of people. Given that the French radio here has a very limited audience, right? There were a lot of people who called in. Yeah. And so if we ever got a radio program, where the you know in English here, for example, right. a majority language, or in Japanese in Japan, and right. I'm going to Japan in in June, May, mm-hmm. June, then, uh, you know, obviously that would be good for us. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, we'll <laughs> see. I'm looking forward to hearing what this uh, lady has to say. Yeah. And the people have heard my arguments. So. You're not going to be speaking in French, though. Uh, probably. I wouldn't imagine. I don't know. I don't Why, know. is she French? No, she speaks French. Oh. She's English speaking, and she claims that it's important to learn grammar, and that when she discovered that, then she uh, spoke, learned how to speak French better. Mm-hmm. My point, of course, is that most people spend ten years trying to learn French, trying mm-hmm. to learn grammar, and never learn to speak. So, mm-hmm. but I am sure that there are things that she says that will be very interesting, and mm-hmm. hopefully, some of what I say will be interesting. Right. But anyway, getting on to the economy, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we are now reading in the newspaper about the dramatic rise in the price of grains, in particular, but mm-hmm. also. Uh, food oils, meat, mm-hmm. you know, a number of food products uh, have risen significantly in price. Because of the rise in grain prices, I guess, with the meat uh, and the yeah, oils. But some of the same reasons. I mean, when people, you know, and of course, very quickly, people start to point fingers. Either mm-hmm. it's because of biofuels, the right. diversion of how whatever percentage of 
corn into or or soya beans into biofuels mm-hmm. then of course i'm not sure how that affects the price of rice well to the extent that uh, no but that's only one of the factors right one of the factors another factor is that uh, for, first of all it appears that this uh, this sort of gradual decline in world food stocks has been going on for quite a few years. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people were aware that it was going to happen. Right. It didn't just happen. Mm-hmm. Um, also, countries like China uh, and India, there's two things happening there, and probably in other developing countries, that they are finally developing. Mm-hmm. So they have a better diet, which they should have. There's no reason why... Right. A small part of the world should eat lots of meat, and the rest of the world should not. I mean, right. they're going to want to eat more meat, right. and they do. In China, I think the consumption of meat has gone up a hundred and fifty percent, like more than doubled, right, uh, over the last twenty years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as we know, it's less efficient to consume grain via an animal. Right. In other words, to direct the feed to an animal mm-hmm. and then eat the animal. Mm-hmm. So that's a consideration. In China, I think they've lost something like 6 or 7% of their agricultural land right. because they're building factories and so forth. Mm-hmm. So presumably, uh, if we convert cropland to growing fuel, mm-hmm. if we consume more meat, which requires more grain, right. uh, if uh, you know, cropland is converted to factory, mm-hmm. you know, industrial land, I mean, all of these things cumulatively mm-hmm. have to have an effect. Right. And I guess uh, the ability of uh, uh, people to uh, increase yields for these crops obviously is not keeping up with the uh, diversions that are occurring through energy production and also, I guess, loss of cropland and so on. Plus, there's obviously, or there there exists this resistance towards uh, genetically modified uh, crops which th- supposedly could uh, increase yields uh, whether because of resistance to pesticides or uh, because of just generally increasing yields per I guess plant uh, there's a, there are a number of factors or per hectare yeah and I, I don't know whether that's because they're resistant to pesticides or resistant to more resistant to pests and therefore not as much as lost or whether they actually yield more whatever grains of rice per plant or whatever it is that they do i mean who's to know obviously uh, if you take the case of china which has 1.3 billion people mm-hmm. at least um probably um you know 100 years ago i i don't know the number maybe mm-hmm. they had a population of 200 million people mm-hmm. So uh, at that time they thought they were crowded. Right. At that time they had famines. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had more famines then than they have now. Right. Today China is self-sufficient in grains. Mm-hmm. So I mean, obviously it's not unlimited. Right. But uh, you know, if you look around the world, are we sure that all countries are maximizing their potential as far as agricultural production is concerned? I suspect not. I suspect not, and I think. Partly, it's because uh, I mean, in a, in a lot of places, it hasn't it hasn't paid to be in agriculture. The money is in working in a factory or or moving to the city or so. You know, maybe food prices should go up to incent more people to get into agriculture to keep them there. The trouble with that is that the people who are suffering now. Uh, because of the rise in the price of food, are people who live at a subsistence right. level. 
they don't have the luxury mm-hmm. of paying more right. so that a Canadian farmer will take some land that's been right. lying fallow and start growing wheat. Right. They don't have that luxury. No. So I think the issue there is can they improve the efficiency of their agriculture? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there also are some short-term issues here like crop failures or, mm-hmm. or uh, you know, weather-related things right. in Australia and, and people hoarding and, and so forth. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't Plus, know. I guess the issue of uh, biofuels, the, uh, I mean, that's got to have an effect. Whatever effect. percentage goes into uh, creating ethanol of the corn uh, harvest. I mean, you, you, I've read where in Mexico where their major, main, major food crop is corn. Mm-hmm. Um, people can't afford to, to their tortillas anymore or, or whatever it is. And that makes sense if if the U.S. is I don't know what percentage of their corn crop or how much corn they're they're mandating has to be converted into ethanol. But the the, the one thing there that seems a bit funny is that my understanding is that it takes something like uh, six gallons of ethanol or six no, six gallons of gasoline to make eight gallons of ethanol. So that really there's it doesn't make sense. I, I, everything that I've heard, I, I have trouble understanding the whole ethanol right. argument. It's not tremendously energy efficient. No. The 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 vision of Mexican poor Mexicans unable to eat their tortillas, so right. that uh, fat Western <laughs> European North Americans, etc., can drive around in big cars is yeah. not a very nice uh, image. No, and, and and I guess if it was if ethanol was uh, not so uh, power hungry, maybe it would make more sense. But if really all it is is a feel good uh, exercise, which I suspect it is, like I, it's uh, partly that it's it's partly a strategic thing too. I mean, right. obviously, a, a lot of places would like to be able to uh, to rely more on domestic sources of energy, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of these things they get sort of a life of their own. I mean, if mm-hmm. a major agricultural company in Brazil, for example, mm-hmm. makes a major commitment, it's not just the Americans who are into ethanol. No. The Brazilians are big on it. Mm-hmm. Even in China and right. India, people are looking at biofuels. Right. And uh, But uh, people should be looking at non-food stock. I mean, the forest right. industry that I'm involved in, right. we should be into biofuels. Right. Uh, Sugarcane waste. Right. Uh, but to actually grow food crops with the intention of producing fuel, mm-hmm. and as you point out, it's not very efficient anyway. Right. It's kind of a marginal return. Yeah, seems 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 that way to me. But I must yeah. say, I don't know enough about it. But I have heard. That, yeah, that, I, I read the it's, same. It's very inefficient. The production of ethanol, and in which case, why, why, why are we doing it? Um, and I, I guess this issue is going to seems to be increasingly in the news. So maybe things will change uh, if if it, it has that kind of a that kind of an effect on on uh, world food uh, prices, mm-hmm. which then causes that uh, the, the subsistence those at the at a subsistence subsistence level to. Uh, not be able to afford to eat, and then that that apparently is the case. They're eating less. They're eating uh, not as well. But but the thing that surprises me is the big one is rice. Rice mm-hmm. and wheat are the mm-hmm. ones that have increased the most, right? In price, uh, I mean, yeah, wheat. I guess conceivably, wheat it feeds beef. Uh, corn is a feed, right? So I can see perhaps I don't. I'm not an, an agricultural economist. Right. There might be a crossover yeah. between corn and wheat, but rice. Yeah. Why has rice gone up so much? I have no idea. And and the other thing you hear people say, it's the price of energy. 
Right. Because as a lot of this, these products have to move around, then the price of energy is driving up the price. Well, and, and fertilizer is all petroleum-based, so... Much is, of it is, uh, yeah. is, uh, Or much of it is, especially in, in, in the West, I think. Mm-hmm. And, and as the price of oil keeps going up, uh, yeah, and shipping it, as you say, I mean, it's going to drive the price up. Right. Now, of course, the other thing people then, you know, you mentioned the genetic foods. Of course, all the food we eat today is genetically modified mm-hmm. compared to the wild wheat and wild right. exactly. cattle that existed uh, for most of uh, mankind's life on the planet. Right. But people get all excited about genetically modified food. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, of course, now then people say, well, you know, the modern way of life is destructive of the planet and so right. forth. The fact of the matter is that we've got six and a half billion people. Right. So from the point of view of human beings, mm-hmm. we've never had it as good as right. we have it now. And people I mean, I live guess longer, the, uh, and the air is less polluted in Japan and Europe and in North America, so it's not all bad. I guess the angle of your average environmentalist uh, type is that, um, yes, it's obviously good for humans, but that is in itself bad. Not Not necessarily in itself bad, but their point is we shouldn't be doing everything that's just good for humans. We should be looking out for nature for the other species so it's not yeah it's good for us but it's bad for other species so that's where we're failing if you will but at the same time we got six and a half billion people that all have to be fed and right i don't see too many volunteers to lead the charge to reduce that number so um, nor are people willingly giving up on their motor car either no exactly i mean some people are but and until individuals take it upon themselves to do that not much is going to change like the the, the um if we're talking about greenhouse gases uh you know even if like they have these kyoto uh, the kyoto accord mm-hmm. set these targets that are more or less unreachable even if they were reachable net effect wouldn't be very much not very at much reducing so it's really again just a sort of a i don't know we're doing something but, you know, I think the big thing, getting back to the food uh, price crisis, is to remember that we, if we take the big countries of India and China, mm-hmm. where there were tremendous famines mm-hmm. throughout much of the 20th century and right. the 19th century and the 18th century, mm-hmm. as there were in Europe, exactly, tremendous yeah. famines right. in Europe as well. Mm-hmm. We don't have the big famines now. No. We have a problem. Right. But let's put it in perspective. Exactly. Yeah. Have we dealt with that one? I, I think so. I think, uh, <laughs> right. you know... But hopefully people come up with a solution and maybe it'll pass. Because I agree with you. I mean, if I'm a Bangladeshi and I can't uh, afford rice, mm-hmm. if that's my staple food, right. I'm in trouble. Yeah. And I have no ability to influence... It's, no. It's, it's not like a North American can, can decide, I'll ride my bike to work today, I won't drive my car. Right. The Bangladeshi, he's got no options. Exactly. So something has to be done. You'd think so. I mean, I don't... And, and the solution isn't to send a whole bunch of food there. Well, short-term it is. Short-term it is, but yeah. if, if if fundamentally it's because of increased consum- consumption, high oil prices, uh, this ethanol scenario, yeah. uh, something's got to give somewhere, I guess. I guess. But, yeah. but I do believe, like I saw some American t- suggest that, well, if we Americans are going to cut back on driving our cars, then the Chinese should uh, go back to eating rice and don't eat meat. 
well, and that's, that's just, just uh, completely silly. stupid. Yeah, I mean, that's just, just <laughs> you know, it's not in those kinds of simplistic terms no, that the problem is going to be solved. No. The Chinese are going to eat more meat, right. more and more meat. That's exactly. a fact. Deal with it. Just like their demand for for petroleum is is greater. Right. They're going to drive more as they get more wealthier. Yeah. And the same thing the would Indians, happen in yeah. Bangladesh yes. if they got, if they got their act together. That's right. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, then. uh, That gives people some economic terms to deal with. Hopefully they find this interesting. Bye for now. Bye-bye.